Welcome to the Jill on Money Call of the Week. We are presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Now, of course, you've got a couple chances every week to get on the air. On Tuesdays, we drop this Call of the Week. And if we have time, after our longer show on Thursdays, we'll also do a call. So if you want to get on the air with us, it's very easy. Simply send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. That is what Rob did. So, Rob, welcome to the program. What can we do for you? Hello, Jill. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure and an honor. Oh, you're very sweet. So what's up? Well, here's the situation. I've uh, been listening to your show quite a bit lately, and I realized I'm 39 now. And uh, during my 20s, I did okay saving for retirement. But then during my 30s, I kind of put that aside and I started doing other things, paying down the house probably more than I should have, paying off debt, paying off student loans, paying off cars, basically to get to a point where I was debt free. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I'm getting back to retirement, in the meantime, I've gotten some raises, uh, and I hadn't really caught up with my 401k. So I go to sign up, and I realized the website does not allow me to go past 6% on my salary, and I thought it was a mistake. Oh. So I made some phone calls, um, and I got you know back and forth between my employer and the provider. Uh, and the provider told me that my employer had basically put me as a highly compensated employee, which I didn't know at the time what it meant. And they said it was IRS rules that you're not allowed to go past 6% of your salary. Mm. My mm-hmm. salary is 150000 now. Mm-hmm. So 6% of that is about 9000 mm-hmm. And I really want to get to that 19000 holy grail, if you will. Right. Um, we're also at a point where I can be considered one of those super savers. I'm trying to get more than the 20% uh, mm-hmm. savings to a savings rate. So I wanted your opinion on what basically else I could fill that gap another 10,000, if you will. Mm-hmm. I do still contribute to a non deductible traditional IRA, but between my wife and I's income, we're also past the Roth IRA limit. So I do feel like there are some limitations that I have. It's mm-hmm. one of those interesting things. And I said, obviously, I'm lucky to have the salary I have, but there are so many restrictions on what we can do tax deferred. I, I totally get that. It's, it really is based on your specific company's problem here, which is that relative to the whole staff, you are considered highly compensated. In other words, you hear plenty of people who call this show who make hundreds of thousands of dollars more a year than you, and they are able to max out their retirement accounts. And it's simply a calculation for the company to try to address. Is it a small-ish company? It's not. It's it's S&P 500. It's a pretty significant organization. Really? when When I called HR, they told me that there's people, because it's a global company, there's people that oh. are making minimum wage and there's people that are making, you know, half a million dollars a year. Uh, as you say, they, they have to basically say that the the benefits of 401k are not being skewed to, towards the executives. Right. And the way that uh, they could, I, you know how they could fix that is that they could simply say, if you make below a certain amount of money, we'll match blank. And that's how you get your participation rate up. That's what they really need to do. There's no match on this or is there? There is. Um, if there wasn't, I would be even more <laughs> willing to jump bail. <laughs> I've been there a while, so I definitely have goodwill with the company and a good career there. Mm. But I didn't realize that they were doing this because, as you said, I even told the person in HR, hey, I hear people making 300000 yeah. or 250 and I've never heard of this before. Uh, and I've heard your show and other shows quite a bit, and I've, I've, I've always – in fact, it's, it's, more e- it's easier to find – the rule on maxing out your 401k than it is to find the rule on not being able to. I know. So, well, that tells you uh, a lot. How much right. money does your wife earn? 
she makes about sixty five thousand. So uh-huh. combined, we're at about the two thirty range or so. With her sixty five thousand, does she have a retirement plan or not? She she is self employed, so we set up a SEP IRA for her. So mm-hmm. I'm basically maxing that out to to about twenty five percent of her income. All right. There. So you're doing. I was coming to that. Okay. So you're doing that. So how much money? do you have in the non-deductible IRA right now? So total IRAs, we have about 160000 That's inclusive of previous employers and money that is carried over from, um, from basically rollovers from all old jobs. Mm-hmm. The one sixty in some traditional, some rollover, some non-deductible. I was trying to see whether or not you would be a candidate for a backdoor Roth, but it really would not work very well because of the other money. How much money is right. in the current 401k? It's not much. It's probably about 60000 Okay. So now you have nine grand going into the 401k, 5500 in the non-deductible IRA. Your wife's maxing out. And is your wife also doing a non-deductible IRA for, for uh, 6000 now? We didn't last year, but we can definitely start that this year. I mean, you might as um, well, right? Well, there's no downside if you can both do 6000 right? right? If you were to both do that, then the rest of the money that you have as we'll call it just sort of like your your cash flow that is geared towards retirement, you could just have a plain old investment account. You know, I look, I, I can make you feel better about this. You guys are actually in a pretty decent tax bracket, meaning that, you know, you're at 24%. It's not a terrible number. And so maybe there's a way to make you feel slightly better in that I can just say to you, look, at this point, Paying that 24% tax and investing the money really, you know, maybe not exactly as aggressively as you might in your retirement account, but putting that money away into a non-retirement general investment account, I'm cool with that. I think that that's totally fine. It's really a question of like you feeling a little bit ripped off. I get it. Again, 24% 24% tax bracket, not the worst bracket. You're fine right now. And maybe you pay the tax, you move on, and you just make sure you're really tax efficient. Do you have kids? What's going on? Yeah, we do. We have. So I also, like I said, I, I, I started the investing process really this year. I went ahead and funded a 529. We mm. have three kids. So mm. I found it. I, I found three um, 529s. So we got that going. Great. And I do, I do have also a non-retirement taxable. We have both a kind of two personals and a joined. Yep. And there's also another 50,000 sprinkled in there as well. Pretty much all in uh in S&P 500 low cost index funds as well. Uh I was considering dabbling to stocks, but I hear you're a risk aversion and, and I also <laughs> feel the same way. So you feel you I'm hear you hear, you hear my wimpiness? I mean, yeah. I I listen, let me just say I wear my wimpiness on my sleeve. I really do. I think you're in good shape. I get that you're pissed off about it. I would be too. But I just feel like you don't have tons of other options. Luckily, you'll use the tax code to your advantage right now. So I say keep funding, keep putting away. I know that you want to put more into retirement, but you also have the kids and you're making good money here. And I think that if you're both doing the non-deductible IRA, there's 12 grand, your 401k, there's nine grand, and your wife's putting away, you know, doing the best she can in her uh, SEP, putting away that 25% of the 65 grand. So all in all, you're saving a lot. Don't freak. Don't freak out. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Good luck. Thank you. Take care. 
Okay, that's the call of the week. If you have a financial question, just give us a holler. Send an email to askjill at jillonmoney.com or go to the website, jillonmoney.com. You can click the Contact Us button right there. Oh, by the way, while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter. It's free. Why not? We drop new episodes of Jill on Money every Tuesday and Thursday, and you can download the show anywhere that you get your podcasts. Apple, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, wherever. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer. We're distributed by Cadence 13, and our show is presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. See you next week.